exactly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dedicated Nerds Podcast. I'm Rob Fiorandino, and I'm here, I hope, with my co-hosts, Carney and Dave, and Binkley ringing the bell. Isn't that sweet? Hold on. I'm going to stop this, and we're going to start again, because <laughs> I'm going to prevent my dog from ringing that damn bell. <clears throat> Be right back. <laughs> you know, Dave, I feel like that bell was a really, really good idea that had implications that were not fully thought through. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It, it sounds like a good idea. You just, <laughs> I think the uh, electronic mutable one is the way to go. I think a cat is the way to go. <laughs> For starters, the cat probably doesn't want to go outside. <laughs> All right. Let's try this again. <clears throat> me, me, me. Quack. Uh, burp hello everyone welcome to the dedicated nerds podcast i'm rob fiorandino and i believe i'm here with my co-hosts carney and dave hello carney hello how's binkley doing (laughs) oh binkley's doing just fine i just strapped him down to a to a on a medieval rack and i'm gonna stretch him out a little bit and i'm also here with dave hello dave good morning how are you guys doing this morning got your tea ready and ready for action ready as i'm going to be at this time of the morning excellent how about you dave how you doing uh, I'm suffering the consequences of uh, cinnamon roll eating about 20 minutes ago. So, oh, do you, you, you've never tried the cinnamon challenge, have you? I hope you've got um, enough sense to say no. I don't <laughs> think I've tried it. I think that's where somebody tries to eat a full tablespoon of cinnamon and then is not able to swallow it. Isn't that how the cinnamon challenge goes? Well, yeah, I mean, cinnamon powder is hugely hydroscopic. You put dry cinnamon in your mouth, it basically sucks all the water out of your mouth, at which point you have right. a mouth full of cement. Yeah, I think there's... <coughs> my son tried the cinnamon challenge. And failed, of course. And failed, yes. It is well, not... It's not something you can do. It's exactly. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just terrible. The other challenge that I know... he, the, I, know I know that Ben has... My son Ben has done this successfully is the drink a gallon of milk uh all at one sitting challenge which he succeeded at and i believe he threw up shortly after that yeah that's also not a surprise (laughs) yes (laughs) uh have you guys have you guys done any uh odd challenges this week i don't do challenges on (laughs) internet (laughs) or i consider that pretty much proof of lack of intelligence (laughs) Well, temporarily at least, I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey, any uh, any technology news that you guys want to talk about today? Crickets. Excellent. Moving right along. <laughs> Entertainment. Carney, you saw the Birds of Prey movie. What'd you think? I I liked it. Um, 
it's not for everyone. It's if you like Deadpool or you liked um, Suicide Squad, uh, this is definitely worth giving a shot. But it's very, very violent, mm. very, very trippy. <laughs> mm. You know, so it, don't go in there expecting to see you know Batman or something. This is this is this is Batman on acid. <laughs> Wow, what 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 do you mean, Batman on acid? What, what just you real. I, it's hard. To, <clears throat> I mean, without. Well, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, we're not gonna spoil it, right? Let me. Get, this this isn't a spoiler thing, but he, he, here's one example: is Harley Quinn has a pet hyena, and <laughs> of one of the does. and if you ever had the urge to see a hyena in a bathtub, you need to see this movie. Oh, excellent. <laughs> you know, so, and one of the things I found, Roberta and I were having a debate about this right after the movie, and we finally figured it out. Um, the girl who plays um, Huntress is the one who plays Ramona in Scott Pilgrim, and I can't remember her name. I want to say Winnie, but that isn't right, who, who was the villain in Sky High. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So... I liked her in both those movies, and she, she, she was actually, she was. I, I found her to be funny and good in this movie. But she, she, she's a good actress who managed to play somebody who either couldn't act or can't talk. <laughs> I think you're talking and it was about, funny. <laughs> I think you're talking about Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes, yes. Who's fantastic? Yes, I, I tend to agree with that. Squeak toy removed from the dog's mouth. <laughs> oh, I thought that was my chair. <laughs> well, see, there you know. I know. Yeah, no, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is awesome. I think she might be. Is she? No. Okay. I thought she was related to Liz Winstead, who was one of the. Who is a comedian, and doesn't matter. She was on the helped uh, help start the John Stewart show. Anyway, yeah, none good, of which meant good, anything. Good to know. But, yeah, it's good to know. John, John Stewart, you're familiar with familiar with John Stewart? He's a comedian. Anyway, Can't say there's, that a, I there's, know. <laughs> there's a comedian. Wow, you don't know who John Stewart is? I probably the recognize show, him if the, I saw the host him. of the Daily Show. That's All right, the Daily Show. No, oh my God. We need to get you out of the house once every century. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, (laughs) Quick, Dave, stall for a minute. (laughs) Is there more dog? More more of a dog issue, or trying to uh, revive yourself from somebody not knowing about the Daily Show? Yes, I don't. I don't watch television, and even I know about the Daily Show. No, that's that's. I never expected Carney to be the one that is complete blind spot on popular culture. Uh, Daily Show is one of the most significant comedy shows of the last. There's 10 years. the problem: is that comedy really isn't my thing. Right there is that I. Wow. I mean, I I, I have my moments. I used to love Saturday Night Live, and um, you know, I, I have my moments, but it's comedy isn't something I go looking for because I find most comedy to be 
restrained. Let's put it that way. You know, you see some some guy or gal get up on a stage or a group of them, and then they work really really hard to be funny. And it's like, okay, you're you're working this too hard. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. So let's. What's some of your? And obviously, I've heard you laugh before. I know you have a sense of humor. No, um, I don't. Yeah, well, I know you do. <laughs> I've heard it. You can't deny it. There's evidence on this, on the other 35 episodes of this podcast. I've heard you laugh. Um, maybe you just laugh. Maybe you laugh at my jokes because I don't know why. Politeness. Any, politeness. It's extraordinarily oh, polite. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what what yeah. what comedy shows have you enjoyed or movies that you've? I mean, did you did you enjoy? It was Birds of Prey funny at all or? It had its moments. <laughs> Okay. Um, you've put me on the spot, and I now can remember nothing that I've ever watched that I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't do well on interrogations either. Do you do, uh, well, no, this is just a conversation, um, slash interrogation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, there's a funny, that was funny. Right, light of the podcast. <laughs> How about the, uh, do you, did you, do you enjoy the Marvel movies? Me, Yes. So I mean, there are lots of funny parts in those. Are, are there those? are, and do you, you enjoy that? You enjoy that type of humor. See, right, right here, you're you're running into the main problem with me is that I really don't huh? have a type of humor. Something's either uh, funny well, okay. or it's not. <laughs> you know, sure. I can tell you some, an individual thing, but type of humor. Eh. Well, I suppose I if I had to go for a type, I prefer the Roadrunner cartoony humor you know slapstick done by cartoon characters is good but beyond that uh, sure a classic a classic motif um (laughs) huh all right so so you enjoyed the you enjoyed the birds of prey movie let's leave it at that and we'll we'll save our discussion of comedy for our comedy (laughs) podcast yeah i gotta admit that if you ask me what type of comedy i thought was good i i would probably fail that yeah it's not something I think about. Exactly. I don't classify. I don't. Yeah, something's funny. You enjoy it. it. Yeah, I suppose since I'm a person who actually tries to make comedy on stage, <laughs> that it, I've I've probably given it more thought than most people, and I, well, I what, just. What kind of comedy do you do you make? Uh, improv comedy. Um, it's See, I would consider a little improv bit silly. to be a medium rather mm-hmm. than a. You know, sure. Stuff no, is and improv, was, and sometimes it's comedy. <laughs> yeah, and I said, and I said improv comedy just to buy myself time to, while I thought of what the actual answer was. <laughs> um, uh, I, I like, I like, I like slapstick, silly humor. Uh, I like humor with a heart. Um, it's got to feel like it comes from a place of real characters. Um, oh God! See, that's exactly what I don't uh, like. Humor wow. with a heart to me is an ex- sa- translates into it's sad. <laughs> But you're trying uh, to cover it up with a thin veneer of laughter. No, well, that's not the kind of humor that I enjoy. I, I hear what you're saying, and I recognize that that is a type of humor, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something that... Uh, it has to be about... For me, comedy has to be with characters that you actually care about a little bit, and then silliness on top of that. So an example of one of my favorite shows of the last few years is uh, comedy shows is uh, The Good Place. Which oh. is super funny, super stupid, and also super smart. It's got you know, it's it's got lots of slapstick moments. It's got really stupid 
humor, but then it's also super smart and has wonderful characters that I care about what happens to them. So, ah, wait a minute. I could give you an example of something funny that I like. Right. The um, Good Omens on the, the oh, yeah. movie, both the movie and the book, or I should say the series in the book. So very smart, uh, pointing out lots of things, silliness about the world. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, we don't have to necessarily dive in and digest and, and dissect all of the types of humor that we like, but I've... Yeah, I think maybe me and Dave are not the, audi- the co-presenters <laughs> you want to have for that particular show. <laughs> so, speaking of TV shows, have you guys heard of or seen... There's an Apple TV show, Apple TV Plus. Okay, uh, I've already not called, heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's called. Well, it's all right. If you buy an, if you buy, if you bought an iPhone in the last year, you've probably got Apple TV Plus for free because they gave it away for free for everybody who bought Don't. an iPhone or a computer or an Apple TV device. Anyway, it's called Mythic Quest, and it's a pretty cool show about uh, making. It's about a video game studio. And it's, you know, it's very similar to World of Warcraft or whatever. And uh, if you've seen the show on HBO called Silicon Valley. uh, Hold on just a second. I have to kill another squeak toy. (laughs) Stall for me quick. (laughs) How many, I wonder how many squeak toys are, you know, in the average dog household. The, the real question is, does Binkley have a stash that he could go to and pull out one at a time to keep <laughs> Dave entertained until Mom comes home? <laughs> I mean, they, oh, Dave, geez. Robert, sorry. Keep, keep <laughs> going. He's, he's, he's got it again. <laughs> you know, you know, okay, Dave, he, the, que- the answer to Rob's question, what kind of humor I like, is being acted out right now. Because <laughs> this is funny. Well, I mean, it kind of drives home the point why most radio stations don't have pets. <laughs> On site, probably. On site. Because. Uh, oh, and I was going to start talking. You just never know when they're going to be pets instead of just <laughs> petted. <laughs> uh, uh, Rob, you yes. just gave a perfect demonstration of the kind of humor I like. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, I'll 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 listen to it when I edit the podcast. Then yes, it was perfect. You know, <laughs> wait, I've got to go and get the squeak toy from the dog. <laughs> bark, bark, squeak, squeak. <laughs> so, you're, so you're like the Laurel and Hardy kind of somebody. Or, yes, or, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Laurel, or uh, or uh, Three Stooges, or somebody gets hit in the head with a pane of glass. Well, less Three Stooges, more Laurel okay. and Hardy. Okay. Well, there you go. That's good. So anyway, Mythic Quest, pretty good show, comedy about uh, the silliness that goes on making a video game, and uh, quite good. And then I also watched another, since we're talking about TV shows and movies, I uh, watched a show called For All, I watched two episodes of a show called For All Mankind, which is uh, done by the guy who did Battlestar Galactica and was a writer on Star Trek, uh, Ronald D. Moore is his name, and uh show is called For All Mankind, and it's a kind of an alternate history of the Apollo I've program. About, yeah, heard about and, that, yeah. Yeah, and it's really good. And, boy, they, they really know their stuff, too. There was, a, uh, there was a moment in the first episode where they're doing some rehearsal, and they, um, 
they call out the 1202 error, which if you know anything about the mm-hmm. Apollo 11 mission was the was one of the errors that popped up a couple minutes before they landed on the moon. Yeah. Um, and in the alternate history, they they f- they rehearsed that that uh, error and it didn't happen. It didn't happen on the moon landing part and the moon landing anyway it's fascinating there's just they 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 kind of bring in all the details and all the people that it's very i mean whoever wrote it um which ronald d moore is the creator so he i'm sure he had parts of it but really steeped themselves in the apollo history um and just created little moments that are slightly different um and instead of you know i mean the russians had Mm -hmm. The Russians had that rocket that they were scheduled to land like two weeks before the Apollo mission, and it didn't work out. Well, in this in this his, in this version of the history, um, it did work out, and the Russians were the first ones to the moon, and it turns out that that is a big blow to the United States, but also means, the way that I'm, I've only seen two episodes, but from what I can tell, uh, it also means that uh, the United States is going to kind of redouble their efforts at space travel so instead of the apollo program petering out after apollo 17 it uh it looks like it might just keep going and they might have a space race to like mars and stuff like that so <laughs> anyway it's uh it's really well acted real really well written uh super smart as far as their knowledge of of the, the actual space program and quite good so i highly recommend that if you get a chance to buy an apple tv (laughs) (laughs) yeah see that part isn't going to happen and that makes me sad because it sounds like i would like to see this for all mankind show yeah i bet you would like i bet you would really like it i haven't looked into the apple service tv service can you do it on a browser or do you have to have an apple tv no i believe you can actually do it in a browser let me just check here real quick here stall I'll, i'll search for you Bark, bark, squeak, squeak, bark. <laughs> well, I don't. I, mean, I don't know if that's. It, maybe Carney doesn't want to have the opportunity to view it, but it seems to me that they would probably, if they're really going to limit their market, if they only sell or yeah. make it available. To oh, but Apple's all about that. <laughs> no, you can go to tv.apple.com and watch it in a browser. Yeah, huh. I don't know if I would say Apple's all about what I was describing, but. Maybe they're all about something similar. I don't know. Wait, wait a minute. What now? <laughs> I, I, what I heard Carney say was Apple all was all about limiting the their their user base. No, 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 no. I didn't say limiting their user base. What they're all about is a closed ecosystem. It's very rare for them to allow non-Apple stuff to access the, their their content. You know, they, they, yeah, that that is true, and I think that they've they've they have definitely changed kind of their philosophy, their basic philosophy, in the last couple of years when they've started selling services. Now that they have, they have Apple. Now they have they have a lot of services. Now they have Apple Music. They have Apple TV Plus. They've got a video game service. They've got you know a, like a cloud backup service and all these things. And since they've done that, they especially the TV and music thing, they have made it available on pretty much every platform and even like you don't you don't you can you can watch apple tv plus on a roku streaming device you can watch it on amazon stick um i mean if you've got any kind of streaming device you should be able to get apple tv plus it's not 
<clears throat> you do not need an Apple device to watch it. And you can watch it in a browser as well. So I don't know if you, I don't know. Do you have a, like a Roku or a Amazon stick, Carney? Nope. For television? Okay. Well, you must have a tel- you must have a computer because you're looking at it right now. So No, no, I don't have a computer. Weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is taking a strange turn. <laughs> His wife yes. stands up and acts out the script <laughs> that he got. Wow! No, 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 we have the we have we have, the the, we have this thing. There's a there's a candle and a bunch of cardboard cutouts on sticks, and we kind of very, very strange. <laughs> anyway, you can if you go to the website. Uh, I to you be can there. try you can try <laughs> Apple TV Plus for free for seven days. I you might just save that. I might save. I that. bet you you could. I bet you you could watch the first season of For All Mankind within seven days and not pay a single dime. Anyway, yeah, good show. Been, there was some like other it. show that I'd probably be watching first. Wasn't like the Manchurian Candidate or something. Uh, that's a movie from the sixties, <laughs> maybe early seventies. I think seventies. Yeah. No, yeah. no. There was some some Apple TV series that. Mythic Quest, maybe Star Star Warsy, Star Warsy. There's C uh, with Jason Momoa about the a whole planet of people who are blind. No, I didn't. know. There was like a Baby Yoda something or a oh, that's a Disney Plus. Oh, that's Disney. That'd be the Mandalorian. No wonder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, now I would have Mando. I would have spent money on the wrong service and then been disappointed. <laughs> You'd have been very disappointed. <laughs> I, I thought that was on Apple. Okay. No, that's on Disney Plus, but also a very great, a good show called The Mandalorian. Okay, not not The Manchurian, The Mandalorian. No, 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 The Mandalorian <laughs> Candidate, I think is what yeah, you're Yeah, I was of. wondering about that Manchurian Candidate thing. I, I was trying to figure out if he was talking politics or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Mandalorian's actually, have you, guys, have you guys seen The Mandalorian? Obviously, Dave hasn't. Have you, Carney? No. I, I think uh, I, I hate to say this, but first of all, Dis- I don't think I'm not that excited about Disney streaming. But mm-hmm. I think I may have Star Wars out finally. Yeah, the episode nine was was not the greatest, and uh, but the Mandalorian I thought was fantastic and kind of a, a real really good. Uh, it's it's written and directed by uh, the guy who did Iron Man whose name I'm trying to remember as I type in the words The Mandalorian into the TV show. And into you're going to have to edit this web, out because, uh, well, listening this, to you yes. mumble is not what we pay what? for. <laughs> How much? No. Mandal- yeah, all right. Let me uh, put a good good point. Uh, note 2236. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, the Mandalorian's a uh, an action adventure space western show created by John Favreau. John Favreau, of course, is the guy who did the original Iron Man. Is it really in his wait, 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 a western in space? I know. Where will right? they invent Firefly again? <laughs> uh, this is definitely not Firefly. This is more like a spaghetti western, like a, a Sergio Leone kind of western with Clint uh, Eastwood. The okay, I would say that's exactly what. <laughs> it's not no fire. Firefly is not Firefly is not Sergio Leone. Firefly is kind of 
has a sense of humor <laughs> and it's a little bit funny and and wacky uh, characters. This is more like kicking ass and the man with no name kind of. The Mandalorian <laughs> is kind of like is very similar to Sergio Leone's The Man with No Name. Oh, is there harmonica music? There, there might as well actually. Uh, <laughs> it's very reminiscent of of some of those of some of those. The music's really good, and it's and it's kind of reminiscent of some of those old old westerns. Anyway, we've talked enough about the Mandalorian. It's good, I'm sure. And yes, there's a Baby Yoda spoiler. <laughs> oh, is that a spoiler now? I mean, well, I don't know if it's a spoiler. It seems like okay. It's been three months and. The entire internet. It's all over the pictures. internet. Yeah, it's not a spoiler anymore. Yeah, not not even I don't won't be spoiled by that. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even hear about it on the internet. I just, yeah. I mean, it's on. Made it to radio, and so, yeah. I know. I when I saw that, well, I well, I was not spoiled by the Baby Yoda, but I was super delighted to see the Baby Yoda. And I know. Don't please don't write us in. Or if you you know what, actually write in. Tell me how. What's the actual name of Baby Yoda? It's not actually Baby Yoda. But please write in and tell us, because, you know, we like to have commentary from our audience. <laughs> well, the amount of time that I spend going through a listener mail is getting kind of a little out of hand. But. I know, right? <laughs> so please send us some listener mail that we can go through. All right. Our next item on topics is space stuff. I'm assuming Carney must have put this in there. What do you got, Carney? Um, just trivial kind of updates is that um, the Japanese Space Agency has green-lighted a probe to land on Phobos and do a sample return from there, which is, first, it's ambitious, but it's something that the Japanese have demonstrated that they know how to do. There's a sample return mission coming from the comet um, Hayabusa. I, I can't say it right, but it's the... In another, I think it's in five years, it's going to make it back to Earth with the samples of a comet. So they're going to try to do a repeat on that on one of the moons of Mars. And NASA has narrowed down their discovery, their next discovery missions down to four missions. And two of them are, are Venus exploration missions. One of them is a Io exploration mission. And the fourth one, which is the one that I'm kind of voting for is a um, probe to visit Triton which hmm. is the moon of Neptune so yes. and two of those should be approved my guess is, is that they're going to do one of the Venus ones and probably the Io one but I could be pleasantly surprised I mean they're all worthy missions so it's not like right. you know there's, there's <coughs> a bad mission in the bunch why yeah. is Triton more interesting to you we haven't been there is one reason. Um, Triton is a is a retrograde moon of Neptune, and retrograde means that the, it goes around Neptune in the opposite direction of Neptune's rotation, which almost certainly means that it's a captured Kuiper Belt object, mm-hmm. and <coughs> it's probably the. It's got just got a lot of interesting things. It's a it's a it's a very weird place as you would expect for a moon that's two billion miles away from the sun, and given that every place we visited in the outer system has been interested, uh, interesting, I would be surprised if this wasn't interesting as well. But it's a very large moon too. It's I, uh, 
I want to say it's like the eighth or ninth biggest moon. It's it's a pretty big moon. Is it bigger than some of our planets? No, it's not that big. Okay. Hmm. Now, if a moon was bigger, big enough to be a planet, and it was orbiting another planet, I suppose then it would be like a dual planet system or something, right? Well, there's actually guess, a technical I definition. Guess Pluto's kind of like that, right? Yeah, the, the <coughs> technically Earth Moon is because what what they mm. use as a, a example uh, uh, as a test for this. I mean, this is completely irrelevant. You can call it a moon or a planet as you prefer, but if the 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 point at which the two objects rotate around each other is not not inside the larger body, it's a it's a twinned pa- a double planet. Mm-hmm. So. <coughs> you know, it's th- that's kind of a, a. I mean, it's an interesting definition, but it's not stu- something that you know really matters one way or another. Because mm-hmm. Earth Moon, I believe, is technically a double planet, but who cares? That's all kind of. I suppose it's all kind of arbitrary and exactly whatever we decide to to, to label things. Yeah, well, it's right, we're It's important if you're an astronomer because that allows for precision and description. But if you're right, talking right. about us, we don't care. We do. <laughs> well, what do, we, do you? We care <laughs> deeply. <laughs> no, we don't care. All right. Well, that's been that's been uh, a great bunch of topics. Thanks, everybody. Uh, what's been good this fortnight, Dave? Let's. We haven't heard much from you today. Let's hear it from you. What, what do you got? What's been good this fortnight? Well, I've been. Uh, evaluating the Apple Watch, and I did run across something that I think is pretty, pretty good about it. It's, it's not quite squeezed out by four hundred dollars, but um, the combination of your iPhone making noise and the watch buzzing is the most effective get you out of bed or wake you up at least thing I've found in thirty-five years. <laughs> nice. Well, there you go. That's. Ringing endorsement, then. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just the the you know the vibration on the wrist plus the noise. It just I've never even come close to sleeping through it. So nice. How about you, Carney? What's been good for you this week? This this <laughs> fortnight. Um, I've just started Two. rewatching Star Trek: The Next Generation, and I'm slowly working oh. my way through it. And I, I I think I underappreciated it when it was current content. If you yeah. know what I'm saying, it's yes. better than I remember it as being. I remember really liking it at the time, and then I remember really watching a lot of episodes and thinking, "Geez, this is garbage." And then, but then there's some episodes that are just like amazing and wonderful. So yeah, mm-hmm. there's some that you know they were making 26 episodes a year uh-huh. back, and that's it's hard to make 26 really good episodes in one year. But there's some really good ones. Right. Right. A lot. There's a lot more of what we would consider filler these days. Yes, exactly. And Ronald D. Moore, the maker of For All Mankind, of course, cut his teeth on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I mean, I watched every. I think I watched every episode except for the first three, at least twice, because I would record it and then I would edit it to a tape, so I would watch it while I was doing the editing. So, and I, I really enjoyed all of them. Yeah. Well, okay. There were maybe a few, but <laughs> there were a couple. Yeah. There were a couple Wesley goes to school episodes I, I mean, could I was, do without. Yeah, I mean, I, would, I was doing that at the same time. I was also capturing uh, the original series, and I, it, the contrast there made Next Generation even more better. 
Wait, you did did not like the original series? No, he's just saying scandal. He's saying the next generation was better, and I think arguably, I mean, Picard is a to me is a as an adult is a much more believable captain than Kirk. Yeah, Picard's an amazingly great great character. You know, I'm not talking about the actors. I'm just saying that Kirk comes across as a loose cannon that you wouldn't put in charge of a rowboat. You know, well, oh, well Patrick Stewart, somebody, it, Patrick Picard Stewart is somebody is a, you can believe yeah. is a com- captain of a cruiser. Right, and and Patrick Stewart's the, in my opinion, the best actor that's ever worked in any Star Trek. Oh, well, he, yes, he's good. He's amazing, and the new Star Trek show, uh, Star Trek Picard. Is one of the things for me that's been good this fortnight. I've been we watched uh, the latest episode of Star Trek Picard. Great. Oh, uh, if you're if you're a fan of that uh, if that of that uh, if you're start if you're a fan of Next Generation, you really like uh, Star oh, Trek. Oh, I Picard. want desperately to see it. I just don't want to sign up for CBS. You know, one yeah, trick CBS pony. Like. <laughs> exactly. Well, well yeah, it's got Discovery too, so you know. Hopefully on this podcast, we'll learn when the uh, final episode is out of the season. Yes. At which, at which point, I'll be happy to give CBS All Access money for one of their briefest periods available. <laughs> yeah. I think that's maybe my... I may finally do that <laughs> myself. I think that's uh, four weeks from now, I believe, is the end of Star Trek Picard, the first season of Star Trek Picard. And, and, and again, I think you could do the same thing. If you haven't already signed up for CBS, you can, you can do like the one-week free trial and try to snarf it all down within a week that would be almost approaching work <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you, I, I, I know for a fact that both of you can afford the eight ninety nine a month or whatever CBS All Access charges for I don't know I've got one hungry two cats months. I've got to feed yeah. I, just, I just bought um, let me hang on a second hang on don't, don't, don't rush me don't rush me no no take your time please please <laughs> uh they call it 1,200 cans of cat food. <coughs> wow. <clears throat> 1,200, huh? Hmm. 48 cases. I can't do hmm. math. I'm still asleep. Hmm. Okay. We're going to let it, we're going to let the audience do the math on that one. And I have a, I have a bonus. Uh, what's been good this fortnight. Uh, it's been good within the last 10 minutes. I went to the Japanese aerospace exploration agency, uh, JAXA. Their website is definitely amazing. Please go see that when you what? can it it's got artwork that basically looks like manga it's uh, it's great <laughs> it's, okay uh, the, what, what's the website <laughs> now yeah, i never visited <laughs> exactly uh jaxa.jp it's uh it's uh, the the their little press releases they've got one at the top of the thing it's viewing cause viewing from a cosmic perspective space food and then they've got this, this okay how do you spell jaxa j-a-x-a dot j-p <laughs> oh, wait no that's not it it's got, it's gotta be like global uh, ah there so it is dot jacks uh i get the impression JP. maybe carney's access to the podcast notes is is right only apparently so not read yes uh, not, anyway. oh it was it was scrolled down below my viewing area. Sorry, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't moved to what's been good. That's all right. 
Uh, anyway, that's been that's been that's en- it's, it's entertaining. If you wanna, if you like, uh, if you like space agency websites, I think you'll probably enjoy that one. It's got some, it looks like it has a little bit of a sense of humor and parts of it anyway. So that's been it for our webcast, our webcast podcast, whatever we're calling it these days. Internet's cast. <laughs> Internet's casts. Yes, and there's those are the plurals. This is contact us at dedicated nerds on Twitter. Send us an email telling us all the mistakes we made at dedicatednerds at gmail.com visit our website dedicatednerds.net nets all the nets out there <laughs> I'm going to start adding plurals to, to everything today's uh, you guys have a good rest of your days uh, good night good night Carney <laughs> bark bark squeak squeak <laughs> <laughs> good night Dave good night Robs <laughs> and good night everyone else's who's been doing the listenings goodbyes <laughs>